What up, you guys? My name is Miyaka Wright, your hostess with the mostest. I'm a writer, I'm a poet, I'm an author, and I am the creator and founder of a Set Apart Generation podcast where I discuss all the taboo and controversial topics in the Christian faith. So without further ado, let's jump in. Today, 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 oh my goodness, my podcast is officially launched. The excitement, the nervousness, the stillness, the comments. <laughs> I'm just excited. Um, it's so long overdue. Just being able to birth what God has the ministry that God has blessed me with has been a journey. Everything has not been, <laughs> you know, easy, but a set apart generation is a ministry that God has entrusted me with and I am building brick by brick. So I'm so excited to have this podcast as an extension of my ministry. And I just want to discuss today why I started my podcast, you know, who my podcast is for, who it is not for, because, you know, you can't please them all. You know, your message may not be for everybody. Everybody ain't your assignment. Everybody ain't your tribe. OK, definitely want to put that out there. <laughs> I also want to discuss what I plan to do and accomplish with my platform, who I want to connect with, certain type of people. And even if there's um different opinions and things of that nature. I want it to be known that this platform will be a safe space. Well, let's say not will, is a safe space. I know that's kind of cliche, but you know, that's kind of what helped me draw near to God and why I gave my life to him, which is another thing I want to discuss today, the beginning of my journey with returning to Christ and why I decided to say yes. <laughs> I want to start by just giving a backstory just a little bit. If you guys don't um, follow me on YouTube, I do have a YouTube channel, a set apart generation YouTube, but you can search by my name, Mianka Wright. Um, I tell my story with returning to Christ, March of 2023. It is coming up on a year. I am a toddler out here. Okay. Just, just getting off of milk, getting into baby food. <laughs> with my walk with Christ. Um, March of 2023, I gave my life to Christ in my bedroom. Okay. That was my altar call. All right. With my hands up, that was my repentance. It uh, wasn't no formula I followed. It was just a true, pure honesty in my heart. And I gave my life to God and I vowed to serve him and love him like never before. OK, so I'm 33 years old. I am not a new believer in Christ. I am a backsliding returning believer. OK, so what that means is that throughout my life, um, I've served God. And looking back, I, I was not full heartedly serving God. Let me repeat that. I was not full heartedly serving God. So I was a lukewarm Christian. OK, I was not praying, seeking his face daily. I was not reading his word. I was not meditating on him. I was not consulting him. I was serving God in certain areas, but remove him from other areas. I say, God, you can be the God of this area of my life, but this part, I got it. Okay. Don't worry about it. So I was very much so a lukewarm Christian, you know, very much so a liar, very much so a manipulator, very much so narcissistic, selfish, blind to my own beliefs and altars I created in my heart and mind. Now, don't get it twisted. Okay. It's not perfect. I'm, I'm not perfect. 
You know, I have to take up my cross daily, so I still fall short. You know, I'm not falling short in the way that I did in the world, okay, where I was completely blind to the things that I was doing. Now, when I move forward and I do some things, like I'm immediately convicted, like, okay, you know what, girl, you need to stop that. So it was conversations like these, true, genuine, honest emotion, rawness that drew me back to God. It wasn't the pulpit, not to say that's a bad thing, but you know, it was people telling me, hey, look, I was a fornicator. I was a liar. I was a manipulator. Hey, look, and I'm still fornicating. I'm still lying. I'm still manipulated. And I'm allowing God in those areas to heal why I feel the need to be that way or feel that voice so I don't have to, um, you know, resort to those things over and over and over and stay on a hamster wheel. It was conversations like these that helped me see God in a new light. So, when I was watching others' YouTubes and listening to others' podcasts, I said, God, this experience that others are having with you is the one that I want to have. This is the God that I want to experience, not the one that was shoved down my mouth with a spoon, you know, not the religiousness, because religiousness, can I say that? Religion, religiousness, I don't even know if that's a word, okay? But not the religious, you know, growing up, going to church every Sunday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, and still a hot mess. I don't want that anymore. I don't want the robot. I don't want to serve you with works. I don't want to live under a yoke and a law anymore. You know, live by the law, die by the law. I want to experience your love. I want to have that relationship with you. I want to walk with grace with you, God. So when I gave my life to God in my bedroom, immediately following, I went on a fast. And God was just, when I tell you, it was like, well, he was kind of still pulling on my heart. You know, it was some stuff that I was dealing with even before. Um, I gave my life to him that I'll speak about and give context to and unpack. But like it was immediately changed. It's kind of like the veils, you know, were taken off of my eyes, kind of like what happened with Paul. You know, I was blind and then God just had to put his hands on my eyes, hands on my heart. And I started to see things totally different. And that first um, started with myself. I started to see how foul spirited I was. You know, people don't understand that the subtle things that you do daily um, from within, you know, really matters to God. And I saw myself as just selfish. I saw myself as just, oh my God, if I would have died a week prior to giving my life to God, I knew I would have woke up in hell. That's the revelation I got. That's how open I was when I gave my life to God. You know, you have to be careful um, being, and I still consider myself spiritual. We'll talk about that too. I still consider myself a Christian, you know, doing the devil's bidding. We'll talk about that too. But baby, that lukewarm stuff, it's no joke. God don't play. You can't serve two masters. So that's why uh, I ended up giving my life to Christ, because platforms like these, you know, help people just talk. And most people who gave their life to Christ that I were listening to and, you know, connecting with, they some of them didn't even have any, you know, Christian background. 
They were not in connection with God whatsoever. And here I am, a backsliding, two-time, and serving two master, narcissistic, gossiping, manipulating, lying, selfish person, knowing the God's word, you know, or having some knowledge of it, and still moving forward. <laughs> what was going on with me? <laughs> so I knew for a fact, when that revelation hit me, I knew for a fact that, Hey, look, you was on your way straight to hell. No ifs and buts about it. And I thank God for just saving me. Oh, my goodness. Saving me for myself. The destruction I caused myself and how I showed up was just crazy. So I definitely hope that when people hear my story and have these conversations that you're not going to get on Sunday school, uh, in Sunday school service or from the pulpit, that they experience God on a whole nother level. They experience the father. They experience the love. They experience the friend. I am obsessed with my God, baby, and I'm not perfect. Baby, God will get me together so quick. Hey, wait a minute. And I'll just be like, OK. All right, I'm going to agree with you, God, you know. <laughs> this is a relationship over religion, all right? And that takes me to my next point as to why I started my podcast. I started my podcast because it was others in their testimony, in their stories that, help, that helped me uh, with my breakthrough. When I heard others, you know, share their stories. I always thought like, this is just me. It's never just you. The devil always wants you to think it's just you. You're the only one. You're the one crazy. You're the one looking at life the way you are. You know, those are the things that those seeds that I let, you know, grow in my heart. And then I started to see other stories and listen to others' testimonies. I'm like, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one feeling like this. I'm not the only one, you know, going through this or experiencing this. So I said, I was going to give um, use what God has given me to share his word, uh, to promote his love and create disciples in his name with nothing but the experience OK, my YouTube is more so biblical and teaching that God has matured me in and grown me up in. However, my podcast will strictly be um, raw and unfiltered, authentic conversations about things in the Christian faith that are taboo, that are not discussed. So that's why I started my podcast, because these conversations help me see God in a new light, you know, no bounds, no restraints. So I want to help others. I want to help my sisters. I want to help my brothers. I want to extend my spiritual family. And I hope that when people hear my story, hear my voices, come across my videos, hear God's love through my tone, see God's love through my actions. Okay. And see those good fruits, even if you don't, you know, not not everybody's your assignment. Some plant, some water. <laughs> so my podcast, I would say, is for it's more so geared towards people who are still finding their self in Christ. And that's because at this one year mark, I'm feeling like I'm learning God in a whole new way. So I like to share my experiences with others. So I would say that because that's where I am right now, that definitely will change as God mature me 
and my relationship grow with him. But as of right now, I would like to say that my podcast is for those who are still identifying um, themselves in Christ, for those who are still seeking for that community, you know, for those who are the exiles, the ones who are the outcasts, the ones who are set apart. That's what I definitely would say My pod, who my podcast is for. Those who are wanting to experience God raw and unfiltered as friend, as dad, as as lover, you know, filling those voids in areas that I really feel like um, people try to, you know, put placeholders in in the world. And on the flip side, who my podcast is not for, it's not for people to um, pull apart. You know, a lot of times I see myself even with people that I loved, you know, you're fake, you're you're phony, you're this, that, and a third. My podcast is not for to be pulled apart. I want my podcast to be for people who genuinely love God and who are not afraid to be vulnerable. You know, that's one thing that I kind of battled with for a very long time, giving my life to God to the point that it kind of drove me crazy. Like, God, how come... When I was out in the world, when I was a hot mess, every other word was a curse word. I was doing the devil's bidding, twerking, working it at the club, smoking and drinking. Nobody had nothing to say. That was so celebrated, even by the lukewarm Christians. But the minute I said, you know what, God, I'm going to show up as the daughter you created me, soft, serene, vulnerable, loving, nurturing, I get so much slack. And I had to realize that, like I said before, everyone is not your assignment. There is always going to be a shift when you give your life to God out with the old and with the new. God is going to it's going to be a change in everything, even those surrounding you. So my podcast is not for those who are afraid to be vulnerable. My podcast is not for those who want um to debate and argue, um, you know, topics and theologies. I want true love. I want true vulnerability. And when I saw others give that on stories and YouTubes, no shame, no guilt. I saw my ladies, you know, talk about their experience in a world that could have been a laughing and joking matters to others because, you know, Let's 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 be real. A lot of people take your vulnerable moments and exploit them and use them against the, against you. But there were certain individuals like myself who were set free. OK, so that's definitely something I want to push forth in everything I do. You know, a safe space, vulnerable space. Come on now. We all fall short. OK, and I'm going to tell you right now, number one accuser of men is the devil. OK, looking to kill, steal and destroy. All right. Don't do the devil's bidding, even if you are a believer. All right. Um, so we want people to be set free from those yokes. And those yokes are hard to come off when people are steadily pointing a finger at them, pulling them apart. You know, people need a safe space where they can be vulnerable. People need a safe space to understand that, hey, look, you don't have to deal with this. God loves you. So I don't want none of that. I don't want that energy. OK, this ain't for you. This ain't your podcast. Just be honest. Go somewhere else, you know, <laughs> in the most respectful way. But as for 
me and my house, me and this ministry. I want I want people set free. I want people to experience the love of God that I've experienced. No judgment in God's presence. It doesn't matter what I fall short in. That's what I want people to understand. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter. When I talk about taboo topics, I'm talking taboo topics. It doesn't matter what you've done. Give it to God. He will love you and clean you up, okay? Like you never left, okay? <laughs> What I plan to do and accomplish on my platform is first and foremost, create other disciples. Okay. The harvest is many. The harvest is plenty. I'm sorry, but the laborers are few. Okay. I want to impact, empower, inspire others. Point blank, period. All right. Whether you are a believer of Christ, whether you're still trying to figure it out, whether you're not knowing where where and what God wants you to do. I want my platform to be a place of like navigation, like a map, <laughs> because this first year, honestly, that's that's pretty much been my gist of content, my experiences, how God has moved me and my um, my teachings have just been regurgitated that that's pretty much it. So it's not going to. You know, my platform, at least my podcast, will not be more so um, Sunday school teaching, uh, Sunday morning preaching. It would just be watching you in conversation of testimonies, experiences that, you know, I hope will inspire, empower and impact you to move forth in your ministry. All right. To move forth in the gifts that God has given you to move forth in the visions God has given you because we all have a destiny. When you give your life to God, which we will talk about pretty soon, you have a mission in this world. All right. Believe it or not, you are you are needed. You are important. You have a beautiful set of gifts. You are unique. You know, there's other podcasters out there. There are other YouTubers out there. But for myself and my ministry that God has given me, I'm minding the business that God has given me and moving forth in my own uniqueness. All right. And I pray that when you hear this podcast and you connect with us and you be become a part of the community, you get what it is you need and you go forth and you create other disciples in God's name. And that's what I plan to accomplish. I plan to be about my father's business in every branch and avenue or sec sector of a set apart generation. All right. That's what I want to do. OK, connect with others, hear their experiences. You know, uh, I definitely feel like it's not enough conversation. It's so much conviction. It's so much, um, you know, uh, finger pointing. It's a lot of breaking down. Don't do this. Don't do that. I, I really don't like to be a part of those conversations because those conversations is what pull people away from God. I want people to understand God loves you and he ain't playing about you. Okay. And he wants you to come home. Well, you guys, it's another episode that's wrapped up. Next episode, I will discuss what is relationship over religion? Okay. You know, I started that movement. God placed that on my heart when I gave my life to him. And I said, you know what, God, I'm going to do this relationship thing. We're going to be married. Okay. You married to the backslider. Let, let's, let's go for it. Let me try you. And I let go of religion. 
and I want people to understand what that looks like, what that sounds like, what that feels like and why that relationship trumps any title. Because, you know, we live I live in America. OK. And for some reason, you have to be in a box, your niche. You know, are you Christian? What's your denomination? You know, are you spiritual? Let's just get a, do away with that, okay? Because when God went out and they were commissioned out with his disciples, they did their thing. He was about his father's business. They didn't go around and say that, you know, this is the denomination of X, Y, Z. They had, Jesus had true relationship with his father. He came down, taught others, gave true and factual experiences, set people free. And people drew near to him because of the relational and inspirational, um, you know, attributes of Jesus. So what I want to do is break down what does relationship over religious mean? All right. Relationship over religion. Look, I can't even talk. All right. Till next time. I'm out.